Welcome to the Pros on Fire podcast, a show for event pros hosted by two renowned DJs. Listen as industry leaders share their stories, wins, and losses to help fuel your fire. Here are your hosts, Troy Adams and Rasis Batsuli. Welcome to the Pros on Fire podcast. My name is Troy Adams, and I am here, as always, with the lovely, the beautiful, the talented, the masculine, Rossis. Oh, yeah. There you Bats. go. Did you like that? Yeah. Right? I said yeah, beautiful. Nah, I, so I, I appreciate like I mas- masculine. Yeah, I appreciate masculine. <laughs> I appreciate masculine because <laughs> I was like, the talented, the beautiful. I was like, is he introducing Tino? <laughs> okay. It's me. He's talking. All right. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, I am yeah. in the building with my man, Troy. We have another wonderful episode of Pros on Fire, man. So always great to be on here with you man we're always dropping nuggets likewise that's my my partner i don't want to say partner in crime but my my partner in goodwill like we're always uh sharing great information and and blessing people and fueling people's fires choice that's what we do that's what we do you know igniting this that's where the bomb would drop right here oh yeah and i mean talk about ignite we are gonna ignite oh yeah this podcast today because i am pumped about this topic yeah what planners wish other pros knew hold on say say that again man listen because before before we introduce the guests like we were talking before the show started and like we as djs we have our experiences but the fact that we get to talk about this openly and just kind of share thoughts and our guests right here can share some nuggets ah man just like ah just you know the you know the planners across our audience today are like oh amen i want to hear this what planners wish pros new and yes. so we, we have we have planner extraordinaire yes. here today miss tina sheets give it up for tina hey, hey. how are y'all doing thanks doing, for having me doing fantastic tina no thank you for being on the show tina we are very aware of your wonderful work but we want the people to know how you started who you are let them know because i don't think me and troy can do you justice in that let let them know a little bit about team yeah, team is tina sheets it's not a simple it's not a simple affair no conveying your talent see what i did there listen troy i see that man i saw that man hot cyber five right there a simple if it's not a regular affair it's a simple affair <laughs> now, I, I messed it up Troy. i should have left it with troy Troy had it. It was just enough. <laughs> All right. Tell them a little bit about yourself, Tina. Uh, so I am a wedding event planner. I have been in business going on eight years now. Um, and I am uh, a single mother to a lovely little girl by the name of Avery James. Um, Shout out to About Avery. ready to turn 10 in August. So very excited for her and the double digits. Um, what else do you want to know about me? Um, we actually went into COVID with one business and we walked out of COVID with two businesses. So, we launched, so we launched the second business um, in January. I'm named after my daughter, Avery Jane. So we kind of um, segued into um, luxury contemporary event rentals as well, which kind of coincides with what we already do. So that's a little bit about me. Awesome. How, how long, now, how long have you been in business? Tell Seven, me. almost eight. Well, going on eight. 
Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. So, yeah, nah, <laughs> I see. I see. So it, it's only right that she would be a fan, the right person to kind of share the nuggets when it comes to this particular topic. Um, we're talking about what planners wish pros knew. So we're going to hop. We're not going to waste any more time because I, I can't wait to hear your perspective on some of the questions that we have today. So I need you all right now, if you're listening, I need you to stop what you're doing. Stop multitasking. Put that peanut butter and jelly down, <laughs> whatever you're doing. If you're driving, turn it up. If you if you if you agree, just yell in the car, just say amen or something. But oh, yeah, here, here's my first question. Uh, Tina, what are a few things you wish other event pros knew about working with a planner? Um, I, I think first and foremost, I want to point out that I, this is just from my perspective. So I, I know that we talked about other planners in the industry. I, I do know in a brief conversation we had prior to us starting our yep. is that they all do things a little differently. And I'm sure that makes things slightly challenging other professionals in the industry because they don't know kind of how their workflow is. So um, from my perspective, I think the thing that I would want other pros to know is most important. I think most planners in general don't like to micromanage. So mm. what I mean by that is I don't want to be telling you what songs to play when. I think it's important to have communication throughout the day. I think it's important for us to communicate prior to the day. But I think that, you know, I, I look at it from the perspective that I'm hiring a professional. I expect you to come to the table with your expertise and you are going to handle your business. So I don't want to be handling your business, if that makes sense. Makes sense. Absolutely. So... Tina, obviously, you know, planners are, I, I look at planners as that you are in, you are in charge of the timeline. That's just one of the many, many things you do. Uh, so what are, what are some of the common things that you see or aspects that you often see other pros not account for when they might be trying to build a timeline on their own, for example? Yeah. Um, I think for me, one of the things that I often kind of overlooked is transition. Um, for me, I think it's really important for the guest experience. So I want those transitions to be hopefully as seamless and slow as smooth as possible. And sometimes what I find is there's not a lot, enough time either allotted for those transitions. Yeah. Or um, just as an example, like maybe a, a less experienced caterer may not think about like during that transition from ceremony to cocktail hour, let's already have some butler packed drinks on a tray that kind of helps move the crowd from one area to the other. And it also just kind of keeps that guest experience as pleasant as possible. So they're not bombarding the bar, they're not standing in line for a long time. So I think sometimes it's really for me is the transition that sometimes that I see either not a lot of enough time being allotted or not some specific elements that make that transition. Awesome. That, yeah, that's that's good. That, that's a that's a good segue into this this next question. As far as what are things other bro other pros I say other bros other pros do that help you with your job, but I really want to know what are some things that other vendors do that kind of hurt your job, like kind of you know that makes you feel as a planner like I do not want to work with them anymore. I can really put put them in a bad space with you. Mm. Yeah. Um, 
so for me, the one thing that keeps me referring to another pro is your ability to be a team player. Mm. Um, your ability to do things that are outside of your specific responsibility. Uh, I think that on, especially on event day, it is a accumulation of all of us that make that experience best for the guests and for the couple. And so I feel like having that kind of team effort is what makes things shine, right? So um, I can't tell you how many times I have worked with a very specific caterer that to this day probably now executes probably 90% of my events. And that reason alone is because they will step out of their responsibilities as caterers and ask if I need help with that thing. At the end of the night, they may be pulling linens off the tables or they may be carrying something out to the van for me. Um, it's just those little extra steps that make me want to ask you know, for their services again because in the end of the the one thing that I think we all need to realize is even the most well-laid timelines oftentimes don't come to fruition. Mm. So being able to overcome and adapt during those times and mm-hmm. pick up the slack when it may not necessarily be your job is what helps bring all that together and makes me want to work with you again. Can I can I dig in a little bit there? Yeah. You, you share you share great uh, as you're talking. And even Troy, just knowing how he is, this seems like common knowledge. Um, but do you really experience that? Do yeah, you really experience all the, all the time? Um, and I will say that to credit of a lot of pros out there, I think it's sometimes the more the less seasoned pros that kind of have that mentality that they kind of stay within their box of what is their responsibility. And oftentimes maybe don't step outside of that. And I think that just kind of sometimes flows with just inexperience maybe. Um, because I would say by and large, most people kind of come at this to try to make you know, everything together. But yes, a thousand percent. There are, you know, people that I see that are, you know, kind of just over in the corner looking at their phones, you know, not paying attention to the world over here, picking up, you know, the entire cocktail hour and moving it over to another place because it's rain playing right now. And they're just kind of like kicking back doing whatever they do because they're like, well, it's not my job to move those tables or it's not my job, you know. So, yeah, it does happen. And, um, and again, I'm not mad at you for it, but it probably does in the long term. It probably affects, you know, when I'm thinking about reaching out to another vendor down the road about something, it probably does kind of enter into my mind. That, well, you know what? They weren't super helpful the last time we were together. And we had this like whole, you know, like you said, <laughs> this whole monsoon one through and they kind of were over here like checking their emails. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it happened. Wow. Yeah, Troy, like your thoughts, man. Well, no, I'm so glad you said that because I feel like I'm constantly amazed at how many things that um, that we all think are common, common knowledge or common courtesy um, that aren't. I think Tina, you hit the nail on the head there with with um, after you've been through it enough and seasoned pros recognize. That that it might be uh, some of the newer people might think, hey, I'm not comfortable. Uh, I don't know yeah. what to ask, or um, I I don't want to look. I don't want to look like I don't know what I'm doing, so I won't ask to help. Um, but but ultimately, I mean, we hear it all the time, but I feel like it's really true that we are we only are, we're only as good as the the team. Like we're in it together. Um, so I mean, if you don't if you don't know, you're supposed to. Ask. I mean, I mean, that, I mean, that's how yeah. I, I mean, you don't grow unless you don't ask. 
Yep. So I, in my opinion, if you don't know, ask. I mean, and it takes two seconds for somebody to say, hey, no, we got it. Don't worry about it. Thank you so much. But we're, we're cool. Or you know what? Hey, yeah. Can you pick that up over there and bring it over here? Yeah, sure. Yep. And that's hard for some people. But I think that's important to growth that you've got to ask, hey, and there's nothing wrong with saying, hey, I'm, I'm new. I, I'm not real familiar and I, with, with this. What, what can I help with? What can I do? Um, that's yeah. necessary to growth. So when looking at a team and talking about a, a team of people and the events that you've put together, what do you look back and say were some of the, you know, one of the coolest events that you've put together or one of the, uh, you know, neatest things that you've seen incorporated into an event that you've put into an, uh, an event? What are some of those, like, yeah, the, the wow factor that made you say this was yeah. cool? Yeah. Um, so I have to say that one of the things that I really like to do with my couples is try to incorporate their personal style as much as I can or their, you know, things that kind of meaning to them and to, my, to their day. So I, all that to say is that hopefully not all of the events that I execute all look the same because it's, it's not my day. It's not a cookie cutter, you know, kind of experience. So um, I try to always have some kind of something that kind of stands out specifically for couple and it's and the one that comes to mind just because it's most recent was the wedding that Rakesh and I just did together um the we had a custom eight foot by eight mm. foot clear um selfie photo box I that was that. created for them and it um it was designed to look like a magazine cover so that their guests could walk inside the box and take selfie photos you know um, for Instagram or just you know for whatever purpose um, and it was a really cool element um everybody kind of like once they saw it they just couldn't get away from it this evening so you know i caught people out there you know taking selfies all night and uh, it was really unique and fun yeah. so that was probably i would say the most recent um we've also done things like i had a, a couple that um, were big ghostbusters fans and so we <laughs> rented the ghostbusters um theme car as their send-off car uh, <laughs> and, and had the marshmallow man come and so they were outside at the end of the night and had you know were there about an hour before the end of the night so the guests could take pictures with it and, you know all that fun stuff so yeah so we um we had a whole um kind of like little mini play that kind of um, came in during the last like three songs of the night they came in with these i don't even know what the heck i'm not a big ghostbusters person but they have these big like things on their back that have all this yeah, smoke yeah. and all this stuff was blowing and you know like it was like a whole takeover of ghostbusters so uh, so yeah so fun stuff like that i always i always it that takes the monotony sometimes away you know of the the things that we do from it on a regular basis um so yeah wow so, on the first side yeah, that I did. I'm I'm a child of the '80s, so that like I'm like that's awesome. I'm gonna tell you that was an, a unique event, and I and it was also really really hard because there's not a whole lot of Ghostbusters, you know, cars out there. Yeah. And I will tell you, the day of the wedding, um, at about so the wedding was at six, the send off was at ten. At about five o'clock, I get a phone call from the gentleman that his Ghostbusters vehicle has broken down on 77 and he's not sure if he can get it fixed and i'm like where the heck am i going to get another ghostbuster car in four hours and sure enough he got on the phone with like some other guy that was in raleigh and somehow another like pulled it out in like with 20 minutes to spare this guy you know threw his vehicle on a flatbed drove it down here so we could have it in the parking lot by 10 o'clock so 
Wow. Uh, things go wrong. And you know what? I mean, that one, we just made about a hair of my kitchen. I must wow. tell you. <laughs> that, that is, oh my gosh. Yeah. That Rosie. goes, I keep saying Rossi. See, I still, one of these days, I'm actually going to say my partner's <laughs> name, right? Rossi. Uh, that, that, that segues perfectly to, I think of the post that you always, that I've seen you put up before that says, uh, in case you, I don't, I don't know who needs to hear this, but your yes. planner already saved your day 20 times that you didn't even know about. <laughs> didn't even like, know about. Yeah, yeah. 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 That, that, that is amazing. I guess being a planner, you get used to those high pressure, like, oh my gosh, is this going to work type of. Yeah. Well, and I, I think it kind of goes back to what I said too. Like even the best laid timeline or best laid plan is, I mean, yes, we hope that that's how the day unfolds, but anybody that's been in this industry knows that's just very, very rarely how it goes. And I yeah. think a lot about being a planner is a lot about being able to overcome and adapt. And I wish sometimes that other event pros would have that same mentality that it is a lot of overcome and adapt. So you know, we may have to bump things up by 15 minutes or pull things back by 15 minutes. Or we may have decided that we're going to do first dances now after dinner instead of before dinner, like the original timeline, because yeah. we had you know, some kind of hiccup that kind of fell along the way. So um, I think being able to communicate with each other throughout the evening, which is, I think, is key, but also just being able to be flexible. I think that's super. Right. I, and Troy, I'm going to I'm going to because I, I kind of want to. I want to get into some dirt a little bit. So <laughs> yes. I, I'm going to throw maybe one or two questions that are not on the list, um, but just wanted some honesty. And I may be speaking for some vendors and probably not. Um, but I have noticed, and we talked about this before we started, that planners are all over the map when it comes to their workflows and processes. And then sometimes some planners can forget that and you may make a mistake in how you approach them because the planner you just work with has a complete different workflows and my question for you is what is that all about why isn't there like consistency and to be specific like we were saying one planner wants to be included in the meetings another planner just wants to be cc'd another planner wants to be in the music side of things and watch the the couple to send them the music another another planner may say hey dj just make sure you send me the final da 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 or the other planner wants to schedule the site visits the other planner just wants you to email on your own why is this such um why is so much difference diversity diversity (laughs) yeah like what is that all about and like what's a gentle way well let me back out of that like what's what is that all about the difference Um, well, I, first and foremost, I would say it's probably not much different than how you, you know, choose to approach a client. So you probably both have, you know, similarities in how you approach your client experience. There may also be some variations in that. And I think that that probably like does fall into planners too. Um, I think you have some planners out there that are very, very OCD that are, you know, super, super micromanagey that don't like to relinquish control of things. And, um, so, I think that that does play a part in it. Um, I do think that there's also the, the variable that maybe sometimes gets forgotten is that there are different kind of packages or slash tiers of um, of how planners work. So some planners are full service planners where they start from the very beginning and work all the way through to the you know to fruition. So that could be an 18 month progress um, process or a 12 month process. And then there's others that might come on for you know 
like a month of event management. They're coming in 30 days before the event starts and they're just kind of you know, putting a nice bow on all of the details that the client has put together on their end. So I think there's maybe a lot of variables that kind of probably factor into how a planner approaches um, things and how they choose to operate. Um, some of it is just personal preference. And I, and I do see, I do understand, I mean, because I have, you know, run into scenarios where I'll talk to somebody and their timeline is 14 pages long, yes. and, you know, and I'm yeah. like, holy cow, like, this is a lot of stuff, you know. So I just, I think that also once you get into planning for a while, I mean, from my perspective, I think there are some things that are kind of understood and I don't necessarily think I need to like put a timeline together that accounts for every single minute of the day because through experience, I've learned, like I said, that those very rarely come to fruition like that. So I think if you're too tight on all those things and it doesn't allow you the flexibility to kind of pivot if you have to, you know, in the, you know, 25th hour so mm. that should sure. be it. sure let me ask this because I, I told you i was gonna get a little messy here's the light, second one light it up light it up what's <laughs> the worst experience you've had with a fellow event pro at an event you don't have to mention their name but sometimes as event pros we think if if i just dj um right or if the pictures are awesome then you know everything is fine and contrary to that maybe the thing that that has nothing to do with the talent. So I'm curious to know what's the worst experience you've had with a vendor and what advice would you give someone yeah. that may be making that mistake? Um, so my big one is drinking on the job. Mm, you yeah. would really be surprised at how frequently that happens. That's uh, and, you know, and I'll say bands are always that, uh, that wild card. Right. So bands tend to kind of feel like they've got a little bit more um, leverage because, you know, they might be a bar band and then they're coming to do a wedding. And that's kind of how they roll on a regular basis. So they think it's okay to come in, and, you know, and help themselves to the bar and that kind of thing. Um, and so um, those are ones that sometimes I kind of address on a case by case basis. But I've seen photographers drink while they're working. I've seen videographers have a drink on their hand and a camera in the other hand. Whoa. And, and I, and just, you know, and to me, that's just super cringeworthy. Um, you're not there as a guest. You're not there to be partaking from the bar. You're there to be providing a service. Um, and, and there's a point of in time where you're spending more time holding that drink than you are that camera. I, I, I think that we need to reevaluate here, you know, why you're here. Troy, I see, I see you. I'm gonna flip it on you, Troy. Not, yeah, I'm gonna put you in the hot seat. What's the worst experience you've had with a planner? If you're comfortable, oh yeah, I want to hear that. <laughs> uh, As she sips her coffee. Come on, give me the tea. Come on. <laughs> uh oh. I'll uh, T- turn it red, ladies and gentlemen. Oh. <laughs> He's trying to be careful. Uh, I know. I'll give I'll give two, both of which Tina has actually already said. Uh, what she just said is uh, i we we've worked with planners before that uh, that were drinking and and it was like now i don't know what the private conversations were between them and the client and if it, if they had a friendship somehow usually usually i feel like i do know if there's some sort of relationship there but uh i yeah the first one that comes to mind is somebody that that was drinking and it was like uh just okay okay not getting any help here direction or 
anything. Um, and and then my my second is and nobody I work with does this, um, but when people make it about themselves and not the client. Um, because I've had a couple times, I've had one time where somebody came up, where a planner came up and told me to, um, Hey, they're not, um, they're, it's like, we have to be careful, like not to like say too much, <laughs> right. To give out the situation. But I, I first thing comes to mind is I had a, cl- a planner that came up to me one time and told me, Hey, n- people aren't really dancing a lot. Let's go ahead and let's go ahead and wrap things up. And I'm like, no, no, no like, <laughs> No, like I'm, I'm contracted to this time. And I also know that this group was not a group of big dancers. They just wanted to hang out and, 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 li- and hang out a lot more and listen to the, some of their favorite music. Like, okay, I, I see you, but maybe you're not having a lot of fun and this isn't the vision that you had, but this is the vision they had. Um, and so I'm no. And then that creates obviously that tension of like, okay, but so it's that's sometimes where I get put in that where we get put in that position of this is not any of our days. It's their yeah. their day. That would be the things that come to mind for me. So yeah, well, I'm, I'm curious. <laughs> I'm curious about this. So obviously I can't speak to it because I've never been there. But I have heard um, about planners that leave after dinner. Uh, uh, and either a, I mean, I've heard of circumstances where they just flat out left, right? There's no, they don't leave it to an assistant or whatever the case may be. But then I also hear some that just leave it to their assistant. Um, and I, I'm just, I'm floored by that because, you know, per, first and foremost, I mean, for me, you know, again, we all do you and whatever works for you. But um, from my experience, anything can go wrong at any point in the night. So right. it could be at 10 o'clock, the send off part is. Or, you know, any number of things, like I said. So for me, like me leaving it to somebody else and, you know, and going home, I'd be on my phone all night, checking with my assistant going, so how's things going? What's going on? Like, so I just don't understand the purpose of, of not being an event situation. So, yeah. but I've heard that happen. So I'm just it, that just happened to one of my, one of my teachers that oh, told me that. They're like, yeah, they bolted. And I, I Yeah. <laughs> Well, either A, I mean, maybe that needs to be conveyed early on to you in a series of emails that, hey, by the way, this is where our end time is. This is what they contracted for, for whatever reason, they don't want us all night so that you know that because it does fall on you guys after that, right? Like we are, you know, hopefully, you know, kind of the the defensive coordinators of all this stuff all night long, but there comes a point in time if we leave, then it all falls on your shoulders to kind of negotiate, you know, kind of navigate through send off and yeah. Closing of the night and all that kind of stuff, and when you don't know it, I mean that's kind of a curveball. Yeah. And it's like I'm okay with that, but I just, I just okay. know because preferred I, some previous previous notice leave. Right, yeah. because I, like we prepare ourselves because a lot of times we have weddings that don't have a planner, and so we have to fill that role. Um, but it's like, yeah, let's have the. It goes back to what you you said, communication, the things we think are standard, and the things we think are commonplace. Are was yeah. right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm. I'm yeah. so glad you said that, Tina. Like, I'm yeah. so. Th- this is the little stuff that, from a DJ perspective, happens, and we see it more than you would think, and you wonder, yeah. like, is that? What was that supposed to happen? Or right. Was that? Yeah. yeah. I don't. I don't. Yeah. Communication is huge for me. I think my thing is, and this can be a little tedious when doors open. To the reception and you didn't say anything 
Like you're not, hey, doors. Are, I'm gonna be opening doors in in five minutes. I love that. I, I I I'm cool with that. It's just when you don't say anything, and you look up and people are sitting down, and you're like, whoa, what? What happened? How did they all get in here? They were really yeah. quiet. Yeah. What, what, what happened? <laughs> the the lack of communication just keeping people. Um, and I think some of that to defend some of the newer planners, they just they just don't know. So I guess I wonder. Is that where, where do you learn that? Like, do you is this through the certifications or do you like where do you know that you can't leave early? Or maybe you only, yeah, going back to the communication. So, oh man, I forgot about that. We dealt with that a few weeks ago with you know, where the planner yeah. go? I think she left for the night. So, yeah, I and I think some of these things aren't taught, you know, I think you have to inherently kind of just have you know, kind of that thought process that. Oh, you know what? This is important for me to include and tell everybody these things. And so, um, I don't know. That's an on-the-job training kind of thing, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I mean, kind of even going back to communication. I mean, I had a, uh, I had a very seasoned DJ um, earlier this year. I sent him a timeline, and he never responded to me to the timeline. And which, I mean. It does happen. Uh, we send timelines out all the time and nobody bothers to respond to them. Nobody bothers to read them or they read them the day before the wedding. And they're like, oh, this said, and I'm like, you've had this thing for 10 days. And now you're asking me, you know, like it's a little too late or, you know, or, hey, I just want to know where the venue is. Well, it's at the top of the timeline. The address is right there. If you just look at it, you know, it's little things like that. But, but I fast forward to the night of the event, he was sitting up and he said, I, you know, um, I just want to tell you, I, I, you know, I didn't respond to your timeline. Uh, I saw your email, but I didn't respond because everything looked okay. And we were kind of on the same page. So I thought it was fine. And I thought to myself, okay, well, it would have been nice for you to know that. Because you know what? The one thing we do is it takes a lot of time to put those damn timelines together. All that detailed information. When I send it over and I don't even get so much as, hey, looks great. You know, that kind of sometimes makes me go. Again, I'm not going to micromanage you. You're the one that's probably not going to look good on the day, yeah. you know, it's because I provided you all the information. But I, but there's only so many follow ups and follow ups that I can do yeah. before I have to have you just kind of take on your own sense of responsibility. Mm, so a, it all went mm. fine, but it did strike me as odd that here's this gentleman who has been around for quite a long time and is great at what he does, but his response to me was, "Well, it looks fine," so I, you know, I just, just I didn't bother to respond, and I was like, "Okay." If, I mean, if, you know, if that's how if that's how we do things now, that's okay. You know, but you would probably not be very happy with me if you had emailed me a question and I didn't respond to you. Right. So yeah. It goes right. both. Wow. So so planners really, and this is another thing we can put out there: the timelines that you planners create, it does mean a lot to you all when we review them and give you all feedback and stuff percent. like that. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, I think that first of all, we're we're trying to give you all the information. To succeed, we're trying to give you all the information that maybe you didn't think to ask. I mean, because I know, like, as a DJ, you're probably focused on song selection, positions, and kind of that kind of jazz. And so maybe some of these other things may not matter too much to you, but um, but we try to like make that process as simple as possible so that kind of everything, hopefully, that you're looking for is right there in front of you. Um, it's nice to take a glance and see who you're working with ahead of time. It's nice to know, you know, when your meal might be served. It, it's nice to know, you know kind of, you know, when are they going to you know, 
do these sort is there any some other little transition that maybe they forgot to tell you about that they told me about they want to do yeah. some sorority dance or kind of something that they forgot mm. to mention. so i think you know it's just important for me to like be acknowledged that we put this time together to kind of put this all out here for you and then when you show up at the wrong location you know and then you're calling me on wedding day and i'm like well where the hell are you? Well, they're like, oh, we're over here. And I'm like, that's the billing address, you know, for their parents. And that's not where the venue is. Like, and the venue's on the top of the sheet that I sent you a week ago. Like, did you not confirm that information? So why are you trying to set up some market lights all the way on the other side of town right now? Like, I don't understand. So it's just, it's little stuff. Oh, wow. Tina, we're, 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 we, yeah, we could, we could do like three episodes on this. <laughs> yeah. Cause yeah. I still got some questions, but I'm going to fall back. I'm a real it. Yeah. yeah. Let me, let me, uh, let me wrap it up here with one final question for you. And, and you've kind of already answered this, but I kind of want to circle back and reiterate it so that, you know, the people, our audience that are listening and they're thinking, man, I want to build a better relationship with a planner. Uh, you know, I want to build a better working relationship with this planner. I want to get to know this planner better and start a relationship. So what would be that for you, you know, that number one thing, and you've kind of touched on this, what you looked for, but what would be that number one thing that you would tell somebody, look, you want to build a better relationship with a planner, working relationship and execute events better. This, this is where it begins. What would that be for you? Yeah. I mean, hands down communication for me. I think that, and that's, you know, from all aspects. I mean, from, you know, look, especially right now, I mean, we're all overwhelmed. I think with a lot of business, I mean, we all have probably double the workload than we, you know, had from last year and we're all, you know, scrambling at times to get back to emails or to follow up with this or that. Um, but I, but it's, it's paramount to what we do. Um, I think that the executing events is one thing, but, but that admin side of, side of things is super important too. So I think communication is key. So Yes, I mean, if you've got that autoresponder that says, you know, it's going to you know, peak season 24 to 48 hours before you hear back from me that gives you that little bit of grace, make sure you respond within that time frame. Yeah. So, um, and, and keep that line of communication going and, and be flexible because I think right now we all need a little bit of flexibility, you know, in how we operate. And just understand that as long as you come to the table wanting to be a team player and allow for that little bit of flexibility, you know, then that'll carry you along. Awesome. Mm. Awesome. With the with the nuggets. Yeah, bam. That's what I'm talking about, Tina. So here, here here's my so here's the thing, Tina. After, you know, after towards the end of the show, me and uh Troy share one takeaway um that we got from the show. So I'm I'm gonna let Troy do it first. I got a couple. I need to minimize one in my head so I don't stretch the show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna try to break any rules. So Troy, what's your one takeaway that you got today? Uh, my one takeaway would be uh, show up. I mean, do what's do what's right. And what I mean by that is, like we've kind of talked about, that the things that I think sometimes we're always looking for the secret sauce. What's the secret sauce to get here, do that, or build that relationship? Or when in reality, it's the simple, common things that we all think are commonplace and understood and aren't. Like you said doing what you say you're going to do, uh, responding to your email when you say you're going to do it, uh, communicating, helping each other, all those things that are just, they're not sexy, uh, but they're, they're important and they're what make the event go round. So that'd be, that'd be my takeaway. Okay. My, my takeaway is um, make sure, making sure communication, paying attention to the small things. It is because I'm that type of person too. If, if I send you an email, Hey, just got it appreciate it thank you or something 
Um, so after hearing Tina speak, uh, I'm going to be even more intentional with making sure that when planners send their timelines that um, I say, hey, I got it. Looks great. Hey, got a question about this, stuff like that, to let them know that I am not just reviewing it, but I'm partnering with them on event yeah. day. So I want to know what's going on. I am concerned about this or what time is this happening? So on and so forth. That's, that's is, hearing it from you just kind of shed some light on how important it is to, you know, let you know that I'm partnering with you. You didn't just, you're not just on the event with me. Yeah. We're partnering together. Yeah. yeah. And if you do that, then you're, it allows you to shine even better. On That's that true. Day, right. And it allows you to do what you're really good at, you know, because true. we already started off on the right foot, you know, but if I already know that like you didn't communicate with me and I'm rolling up into the event and you're setting up, it already just kind of doesn't create a good work environment because That's I already true. know that you kind of already blew me off. So I'm not <laughs> super receptive, you know, and that makes it hard. And I, and I, and I think it's, the whole point is to try to come together. As a day, so. Agree. Agree. Put your ego by the door. Put yeah, exactly. your ego, man. Yeah, there you go. Bam. Another takeaway. Bam. And, 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 and you know, yeah, put your ego by the door because we definitely got, we definitely got some swollen heads in this industry. <laughs> and if I ever get like that, please say something to me. Uh, I don't, you know, put your ego by the door. Goodness gracious, that was awesome. Great way to end the show. But Tina, thank you so much for joining us we appreciate you and all the work that you're doing please let the people know where they can find you if if you have a planner out there that's new and she, she wants to pick your brain or people yeah, to, you know that wants to book you we let, all let them had know. to start someplace so yeah, yeah. I'm always open to helping other uh, other people get started and so if i can help just as simple you know, sit down over coffee and have a rapid fire with some questions and help them to that um but you can find me at um, yeah. No. What about your second <laughs> your second company? Say something yeah. about your second company. Yes. Yep. Avery James Events. Awesome. AveryJamesEvents.com. Yep. AveryJamesEvents.com. That's what I'm talking about. Well, there it is. Troy, any final thoughts before we shut the door on this episode? Oh, yeah. Let me circle around. I got, I've been working on this. I've been working on this. <laughs> See, it really does come down to keeping it simple, right? <laughs> There. Bam! There, he did it again. But I learned my lesson the first time. I'm not going to add on. There we go. We're going to drop it right there. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. We out. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Pros on Fire podcast with Troy and Rossis. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast and visit prosonfire.com for more information.